0: Hello friends, my name is Dave Miller, and I'm Al Spain,
1: and we're your fuck buddies. Welcome to the podcast.
0: I don't really, I usually talk about current events and stuff like that, and like, I've just been taking a hard break from it all.
1: I can't, because it's everywhere, and the world is just upsetting me.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, it's not great. Um, so yeah, I've just been like, I've just put a real hard pause on news for a while, because every time I see a headline, I'm like, this can't be real life. Yeah. Like today, Amanda showed me a thing being like, Colorado has confirmed cases of the bubonic plague in squirrels. <laughs> I'm Absolutely. just like, cool. Who had plague for July?
1: Yeah, well that that happened. Uh there were outbreaks of it like in Europe, like a week or two ago.
0: Yeah. I know there was a bunch in like Africa as well, so like mm-hmm. that's a real neat thing to be
1: happening. And they found the Black Death in China, right? Nice. I just yeah, I'm I, just... I we're, we're like it's just pandemic here. I don't know. It's pandemic, pandemarama. I don't know. To be fair, if it was ever to happen, now is probably a very good time because people have health at the, well, unless you're America, because they just don't give a shit, apparently. But uh, like lockdown protocols of, you know, people are used to it. Masks are a thing. People are hyper vigilant when they're washing their hands. Again, kind of in general, not everybody, obviously, but like, so realistically, if we were ever to have the plague again, is the best time for it.
0: Yeah, I mean, fuck it. Why not? Like, let's get it all just out of the way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, let's just do a hard, just, you know, cleanse of, of whatever nature wants to hit us with. And then, you know,
1: give us like a good hundred years of... Do you want natos? Because that's how you get shark natos.
0: I mean, at this point, like, would I be surprised? Would I be surprised? No. Probably not. I promise you within the by the end of this year, we're going to hear of like a tsunami or something that has thrown, you know, all sorts of poisonous fish. Yeah. Or, you know, whatever um, in mainland and are now like just ravaging, you know, small coastal towns in China (laughs) or something.
1: Probably. Anyway, this is depressing. Let's move on. Yeah. Welcome to the show, guys. (laughs) Were you in a good mood? Because fuck that. Yeah. I'm going to beat the shit out of your mood with my words. No, it's it's fine. You know what? People are making it through. There are some cool people around. That's the important thing we should be focusing on right now.
0: Yeah, it's times like this where it's like it's 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 nice to see those shining beacons of hope. Like it's it's a time where you can be reminded that like we as a collective
1: can work towards better things. Mm-hmm. I think like the majority of people are great. It's just Unfortunately, well, the minor the sh- the shitty people are the ones who are they stick out, right? Squeaky wheel gets the oil and all that shit. So it's like it, sometimes it can seem like everybody sucks, but in my experience, it is, it is outliers. Yeah, one hundred percent. Do you have a question for me? Yeah, I'm not allowed to be good at video games. This is by oh, no. Fios Ashling Eleven.
0: I feel like I can already tell you what this question is about.
1: Oh, just. You just, it's so good in a terrible way. Like, it's it's worse than what you think. So a little bit of background for the topic. I recently started playing the game Dead by Daylight with some friends on PlayStation. In a matter of less than a month, I've climbed from rank 20 to rank 1. During this time, I've soloed, played with friends, even played with strangers from groups met in communities. I admit playing with friends helps immediate, immensely, and I do win a lot of games with people I play with regularly. However, I win and climb, I would say, just as much when soloing. Ultimately, this didn't sit well with my boyfriend. I suppose because as I sent him my excited rank one Snapchat, he responded with a message like this. Maybe it's just me being selfish asshole, but it's annoying to me. I know jealousy is stupid. It's just hard for me not to get frustrated watching someone be handed something I've tried and failed to work for. So either you're boosted or I suck. And you're saying you're not boosted. So then I fucking suck. I'm not going to argue with this because it's fucking dumb. I'm just upset. that You are absolutely convinced that your skill is the only reason you are where you are, because this correctly implies you're better than me. Oh, sorry, this directly implies you're better than me. So fine, you're better. You rock and I suck. Let's just stop fucking talking about this. And please stop sending me updates on how high you're climbing. I just have no clue why you're adverse to the idea of you being so boosted. Maybe this is something we need to agree to disagree on. But to me, you are literally the textbook case of boosted. You Justify it by saying you work hard and put effort in. Of course you do. And doing so in no way means you aren't boosted. It just bothers me because you act like all you need is determination and skill to get up the ranks. Whereas I put Im- immense amounts of determination for games. I consider myself a skilled player. You still struggle to climb. It's fucking annoying. I worked really hard to get what you have and still haven't gotten it. I've seen you play. I know you aren't exponentially better than me. There is no massive disparity to explain why you're such a higher rank. Every time you try to justify it to me explain why you aren't boosted, you're literally just arguing that you're better than me, and that's frustrating to me. Because so I put a lot of time and effort into being good at the game and playing it a lot, and I have you sitting here telling me what you did, but I couldn't in a tenth of the time, and not, and that's just because you're awesome. I'm fucking angry. I'm upset. Not just at this, but at everything. I hate my fucking life and I want to die. We have a history- Holy shit. We have a history of communication like this over small to large issues. This one specifically has occurred similarly with Overwatch, with him ranking in Platinum and myself in Masters. He usually refused to play with me, but now I'm not even allowed to share these small achievements I'm proud of. I receive what I feel is a major overreaction. Any advice?
0: Jesus. Um Told you. I, You know what, I honestly thought this was going to be about Mario Kart. Because I feel like these <laughs> things are always about fucking Mario Kart. Or Smash Brothers. Uh, so, I mean, like, even if you want, let's put the fucking video games aside. Because I think the underlying root problem here is your boyfriend is mentally unwell. There is, There is no reason why you being good at video games would make him want to kill himself. Unless there is, like, a severe depression or mental illness that is impacting his life that makes him feel this way. Um, I I would hard guess that it is depression. I assume that he is dealing with something, whether it's quarantine-based or whether it's something that he's, you know, dealing with on his own. Um, obvious, you know, signs of, of uh, dealing with inadequacy and which has, like, led to this jealousy because, like, it it doesn't matter what it would be. If you got a really good promotion, I bet it would be the same thing. You know what I mean? It would be a direct comparison, him being like, well, I work a shitty job and you're doing great. And like, that is, that is not the foundation of a healthy relationship, no matter what you're doing.
1: Yeah. This is clearly a massively unhealthy relationship, but I, I, I'm not sure if I, I, I do agree that like this person isn't going to be not jealous and shitty about other things, but I think like, I'm imagining this person is just—he has this fragile male ego where games are probably his thing. Inverted commas, right? Like he—he's the gamer, and that's like his domain. And like girls probably shouldn't game, in his opinion. And I'm imagining that the fact that his domain is no longer his thing, he's not the best at it, and then that a girl of all people would come in and be better than him—I think it's killing him. I think it probably because a lot of people are really shitty about women in gaming. And I think it's it's a lot to do with that. Not so much him being depressed. I think the fact that he has a like, he's so insecure that your success is this threatening and upsetting to him. Um, You know, it, it could also be depression. I don't know. It's, it's, it's fucking wild. It is a wild reaction and it is super shitty. You shouldn't be in a relationship with this person.
0: Yeah, I mean, like anytime. Again, like putting aside the context of like the video game or whatever. Anytime you want to celebrate something and your partner reacts with like, "So what?" or like anything other than mutual joy, it's not a good. It's not a healthy relationship. Like the whole point of being with someone, and the whole point of sharing good news with someone is so you can celebrate together. Like, if you know, if you ever get a book published, or you know, if one of my movies gets picked up in a thing, imagine if I was just like oh, hey, one of my films got put into a film festival. And you were like, well, it's kind of shitty that your film got put in. And, you know, it's like, if that was your reaction,
1: Mm -hmm. I wouldn't want to be friends with you. Well, you're just boosted, Dane. What the hell does that even mean? I don't even fucking know. I assume it's like, well, that's, I think, one of my favorite parts of this. And, like, by that, I mean, obviously, I fucking hate it. But, like, his, like, manipulation in this message is that, like, There's two options, and one is either that she is, like, you know, somehow getting, like, special treatment. I don't know how that's supposed to happen, but, like, she's either cheating or, you know, I I don't know what boosted means. I guess it's just, like, she's getting handouts for some reason, or, like, the game is treating easily.
0: Like a pay-to-win sort of model? Yeah, yeah, something like that.
1: Um, And then the only other option is that she's saying he's shit. So it's, like... Which one is it? Are you cheating or are you saying I'm shit? It's like, what? Well, that's a real shit option, bud.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you know, the the whole flip of the coin. And it's like, you know, heads, I win, tails tells you lose. lose. Yeah. You, it, like you've, he set up a situation where no matter what answer you choose, it's bad for him. And he gets to the, you know, keep playing the fucking little violin that he's playing.
1: Yeah. Either way, he's the victim. And either way, you're an asshole. Um. I would
0: definitely like, I would lay down the law. I would be like, Hey, going forward, you need to understand that like, it's not a direct competition. Like our lives we're partners mm-hmm. and the, the way that partnership works is working together, not directly competing with each other. And the second one of us gets ahead, you try to like either make me feel super guilty about it or, you know, you are unhappy about it. Like those, those two things of like, cause like, is she just supposed to chill and be mediocre?
1: Yeah, and like, what level is going to be okay? Does he have to be half as good? Can she be just a little bit less good? Or does she have to just be terrible? Like, what's what's the level that will make him not want to die?
0: Because like I said, I, I don't think this is... I, I highly doubt this would be video game exclusive.
1: I imagine no, that like, I, no matter... With like, this kind yeah. of like toxic jealousy is, uh, is going to probably have a bleed over into other things.
0: Because I imagine it like it, it's gonna like f- seep into like relationships too, where like if you're hanging out, like if you you know say you prefer going fucking surfing with your buddy Todd, and then your boyfriend's like, well, why don't you want to go surfing with me? Is he better? Like you spend more time with him there. It's like why don't you ever invite me to go surfing? It's like well, you don't like surfing. You know what I mean? It's like it's those kind of
1: things. Even where like- I can see. I can imagine this would be the kind of person that's like, oh, you spend so much time with your friends. Like, why don't I spend time with my friends? Like, he would be that kind of jealous person where, like, he would put his own issues with his friends on, like, you guys. So it's like, if you have a good relationship with somebody, he would be upset if he doesn't have a good relationship with somebody. Yes. You know, like, that that kind of level of jealousy. Not even, like, why aren't you spending time with me? It's like, why don't I have what you have? It doesn't yeah, even have to really- involve me.
0: There's there's so much entitlement mm-hmm. here that like it is it is painful. So yeah, I would I would lay down the law. I would have this conversation and be like, "Hey, this is not great, and I'm super unhappy about this, and I'm also worried about you. If if me being better at video games, mm-hmm. one singular video game makes you want to kill yourself or it yeah. makes you think that your life is the worst, mm-hmm. then there's there's an issue here that we need to address. So like yeah. either we need to go get you help or you need to like talk to me what this overreaction is about.
1: Like what is this really about? Yeah, something needs to be fucking solved. And honestly, I would probably break up with this person because that is just so shit. And like any amount of time spent with this person if something this minimal has this much of a shitty like manipulative, guilty attack, like he's attacking you as well. The whole thing fucking sucks. Get out yeah. of there. You know what I mean? Like unless he immediately is like, "Oh my god, what am I doing? I'm so sorry." and kind of explains himself and immediately starts to get better, I do not think it's worth it. And even then, judging from what we've seen, I think it's going to take him a little longer than you should be willing to stick around for. 100%. I,
0: I think it's it's a conversation. Like Again, if you want to save the relationship, which presumably you do because you're asking for advice, mm-hmm. th- that's, that is how I think the only way this should go forward. Like you said, I highly doubt it's going to go well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that, yeah, I don't think that this is something that you should stick around for. I think you should discuss whatever you need and that can be whatever it is, you know, obviously that this needs to end, but whatever the parameters of, of your negotiation is, is like you put it down. And if the the second he starts pulling bullshit, be like, okay, cool. Then this isn't going to work.
1: Yeah. And you move on. Mm -hmm. Um, I think you put it really well earlier when you said that you're a team in a relationship and that's true. You should be supporting and helping each other's achievements. You should never be belittling them. And like, I deserve that good thing, but you don't. Like, fuck you. Now, I do have some advice for the guy. Get good. Yeah,
0: get good, man. Why don't you just
1: get good, bud? Fucking scrub? No. Fucking loser? (laughs) 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 Fucking level 20 (laughs) gobshite? No.
0: Just get good, man. You know what you should do? Introduce him to like the Souls games. Oh, man. Yeah.
1: And just be like, oh, you haven't beaten that boss yet? You know, here's the trick oh, you know what you should do is like secretly download a game and get really good at it and then pretend you've never played it, download it with him and be like, oh, give me a shot and then just fucking like one shot the entire game without getting hit.
0: Yeah, or find a game that he's really good at, get on his computer and mod it so it's the hardest (laughs) possible fucking. (laughs) So it's just like absolutely unplayable. (laughs) All right, hit me. What is a normal erection? This comes from Reddit user Boston six one seven. I really hope that's the ju- whole question. It's I, yeah, I'm not sure if I have ed, I need to be stimulated during sex or I'll lose my erection in about 60 seconds. I try not to change positions because it will cause my erection to die down. Okay.
1: Um, yeah, I would imagine that's not great. No, here's, here's my, like a minute's a pretty
0: long time. Yeah. If that's I was the thing. having
1: sex and I stood up and nothing happened
0: to my penis for 60 seconds, I don't think I would not be as hard as
1: I started now. It all depends, but yeah, like 60 seconds is a long time and there's kind of a disconnect between him saying 60 seconds and him saying changing positions because changing positions shouldn't take 60 seconds.
0: That's the thing. If the second you like, if, if you, you know, are outside of the vagina and are, you know, by the time you've, she's gotten on top or the, by the time you've switched to doggy, you are flaccid, then yes, I would say that is concern.
1: Yes. Um, uh-huh. there could be a lot of reasons for it. Could be, you know, you're overthinking things or whatever. And I'm sure once this happens, it's just going to like, we've talked about it before. It's like a self-defeating cycle yes. where like the worse the scared, more scared you are of it happening, the more often it'll happen, etc. Um, but yeah, like, yeah, if you're not doing sexy things and you're waiting or you're whatever, like, let's say you guys are like, having a shower and you start to like you know do whatever and you're like hey we should get out of the shower and go fuck and she's like okay one second i'm gonna wash my hair and you get out 60 seconds go by yeah by the time she gets in there you probably won't be rock hard yeah you'll need a little attention yeah and that's fine there's nothing wrong with that of course um although switching positions either you're really bad at it or (laughs) Or you're doing like massively complicated positions. Like if you're swat- swiping, yeah, swiping. if you're switching like missionary to like, you know, tie some complex knots to suspend her from your wall. Um, yeah. Sure. Like that's except like, that's okay. If you you know, lose some interest in the middle of that. Um, but if it is literally like you're out of a vagina and the second you're like flip her over and that's like, Oh, it's, go- it's gone. I think yeah. that's probably something you got to look into.
0: And you, you, I think you hit the nail on the head. It's like, it probably happened once. And you're so scared of it happening again. You're in your head. The second you're like switching positions and like the body is the greatest thing. And it's also the the biggest asshole. You know what I mean? Because like your brain is, gets so caught up and it's like it's running through being like hopefully it doesn't happen hopefully it doesn't happen and that's more or less telling your body to make it happen mm-hmm. i don't i don't know why it happens
1: i don't know why we're built this way but like well, even like do you remember when you were younger and it was like don't get a boner because i have to go speak in front of the class and your dick's like wait you said boner and you're like no dick shut the fuck yeah. up and then why you're are you like, doing this to me yeah like it it's that kind of contrariness where i think like your body just isn't good at at speaking language, so it's like you're saying something, and it's like, wait, there's a key word in there, boner. Okay, got it. Like, no,
0: yeah. I did. Like, there's also no harm in just being like, I need, I need a hand here for mm-hmm. a second. You know what I mean? Like, it's a little more difficult if you're using condoms because I don't think anyone really wants to mm-hmm. put their mouth on a condom. Um, but like, there's or just there's- no harm in taking some time to like get your worked back up. I mean, sometimes you got to like. There are times where women need the same thing or you like you might have to run and grab some lube for mm-hmm. women who are who are drying out for the prolonged lovemaking or mm-hmm. even not prolonged lovemaking just as a necessity of having sex. Mm-hmm. All of our bodies are different. So if you if you need a little extra work in between, that's fine, too. But if it's if it's a consistent problem and if you think it's not because you're getting so up in your head, there's no harm in going to talk to a doctor or a urologist or, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
1: I think in general, it's like there is no harm, like um, but you can always like simulate yourself as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if it's, if it's a few seconds, you just have like a hand down there giving a little little casual tug. You know what I mean? No one's gonna be like, whoa, what the fuck are you doing? No. You know? Um, so I think it, it's about learning your limits and like how up in your own head you are about it. Um, and then just being open with your partner, like, cause I guess half the fear is that they're going to see that and get upset or, you yeah. know, trying to hide it or whatever. So it's like, if you're open and honest with people, I guess just like, make sure you're using the right size condom and make sure like a bunch of stuff, right. Make sure you're not jumping into, to sex too soon. Uh, if you haven't done the foreplay, like maybe you're not into it, right. Just cause you're a guy doesn't mean you can avoid all that shit. Right. Or make mm-hmm. sure you're not masturbating too much. Right. Like if you fucking had like seven wanks that day and all of a sudden you're going to go Fuck. Like there, there are a lot of things that can kind of like build into this so um i would like strongly consider
0: and i think we talked about this before it's but like direct your focus towards your partner mm-hmm. because this takes a lot of the mental pressure off of you worrying about performance whether it's stamina or you know maintaining a direction if you focus like 100 of your focus on like her pleasure what's she doing the way she's breathing you know what i mean like Look at her eyes. Look at her lips. Enjoy her body. You know what I mean. Like focus entirely on her, mm-hmm. and you will have less time to get in your head and like be all freaked out. And chances are, you'll also be more aroused.
1: Yeah. Also, like, like... nothing
0: gets me going than like you know me like taking a, a getting a little further back and just taking in my my whole partner. Because mm-hmm. like if you're having depending on like what position you're in, like if you're in missionary and you're sort of like making out while you have sex. You don't get to see all the good stuff. Mm -hmm. So take a second and like pop back, you know what I mean? Get on your knees, sit up
1: and enjoy everything and like really take it all in. Yeah. Or if you need a second to like, you know, recoup or reignite stuff, maybe just go down on them for a second. They're not going to be unhappy. It'll give you half a second. Maybe you could even send your own wandering hand downstairs just to wake them up. Uh, or even maybe the act of like focusing as Dan was saying on somebody and doing something that is super hot. Cause I love fucking eating people out, uh, will rearouse you, you know, like there are a lot of things you could do. If, if you're
0: attracted to your partner, there's nothing sexier than seeing them enjoy themselves. Like mm-hmm. there's nothing sexier than pleasuring your partner. At least there shouldn't be. That should be sort of like number one on the, mm-hmm. on the docket when you're having sex is, is taking care of your partner. Um,
1: and on and top of that. One of, I think, the most terrifying things about having any kind of like, you know, penis softening is like the embarrassment or the shame or the anger or whatever. And guess what? People aren't embarrassed, ashamed or angry when they've just come a whole bunch. So even if worst comes to worst or whatever, you've made them come with your mouth or your hands or whatever you're doing. That's going to help you because you're going to realize they're not going to be as upset about the situation. Right. Or even yeah, it, aware because they're going to be so fucking distracted because you're just going to be bringing them to p- pleasure town.
0: And I, I do want to throw in this as well. If you're someone who is, you know, who sleeps with people with penises, uh, relax. Like, don't get fucking weird about it. it mm-hmm. It's not necessarily very rarely is it about you if yeah. anything like this happens. You know what I mean? Like, it is oftentimes so internalized in your partner. Mm hmm. And that's why it's happening. It's not because they're not attracted to you. It doesn't mean they're unhealthy. It doesn't, you, there are so many things. So like, don't make these people feel bad. Cause you're just mm-hmm. going to make it fucking worse. Yeah. Don't make a big deal out of it. Don't be like, Oh, am I not sexy enough? Cause yeah, I like, don't make yourself
1: that, feel bad either.
0: Yeah. Just understand that. Like sometimes this happens the same mm-hmm. way that like, sometimes women just dry up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it, like it's all things that happen to our bodies that are natural things that are all different. Mm-hmm. So, I want to stress and be like, hey, just chill when it comes to penises, just like any other genitalia and just like any other body part. Sometimes it gets complicated.
1: Sometimes it's not cooperative. Mm -hmm. And like no one has any choice in the matter either, which is, you know, good and bad. It means that they're not consciously like, oh, don't like this person or whatever. But it unfortunately means they can't just flick a switch in their head and change it.
0: Yeah, no dude is like having sex and was like, hey, you know, it'd be really awesome right now if I was soft.
1: Yeah. And the thing is, (laughs) like, if people didn't want to have sex with you, it wouldn't come out through their penis. It would come out before they got in this situation with you. Yeah. Like, it's a lot easier just to be like, I'm busy or no, than it is to be like, well, I'm going to go in, get hard, then get soft, then sit in this awkward, horrible mess I've made. (laughs) That's Um,
0: that's a ticket.
1: Yeah. So like, honestly, the best thing you can do for everybody, if you are with someone who has a penis and that penis is not performing or functioning, just be chill. And even if like, if they come too soon or if they whatever, like just, if you can be a cool person, support them and be like, ah, oh, don't worry about it. And like creating a comfortable and like positive environment is going to be just so amazing for this person and amazing yeah. for you to do. And it'll only just lead to better stuff because then it'll be a lot easier to get back yeah exactly and it'll be a lot easier to get back to the sexy times like clearly you wanted to get to or you wouldn't be in that position so yeah i think
0: one of one of the best phrases you can ever have as a sexual partner is is there anything i can do
1: Mm -hmm. Um,
0: because that allows them to know be like hey i know it's not my fault i know it's not your fault but if i can help Mm -hmm. i'm willing to do that so please tell me, open up, let me know. If you say, no, not really, you know, this just happened sometimes. It's like, okay, great. You know, that's weight off my shoulders. I know it's not my fault. And I know there's no burden on me to maintain this. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they, you know, that they're not fucking weird about it. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's such a powerful phrase that I, I encourage everyone to use. Even like after sex, you know what I mean? Like, is there anything I can do for you? Because sometimes uh you you might need a little something extra you know what i mean maybe uh especially with like i know a lot of my female partners it's like you know they might
1: need my finger or my mouth to mm-hmm. really just kind of tip them over the edge yeah this thing it should it should be all about being being honest and open and like most importantly about the is there anything i could do believe them when they say yes or no you know what i mean if they're like yeah, yeah. cool and if they're like no don't then be like are you sure like, mm, like exactly. them. if they're if they're not comfortable enough to say something that that's a damn issue, not you. You know what I mean? Because um, mm-hmm. you're the one making these overtures. You're doing what's right. But like, it's only going to get worse if you then start to be like, shit, what are, what if what if what if nice? What if that, you know, just just take them at their word. Yep. All, All right. Hear right. me. All right. We, what, where we Where are we going? I got 14 questions.
0: I You just, you know,
1: you know, you know. Okay, you want to you wanna go into this horrendous, horrendous bullshit? Sure. This is by Hypnotic Tronic. The person who I was most intimate and shared everything for over a year, who knew I loved her to death, just asked me if I would feel happy to see her date someone. This is my first post on Reddit, but it's driving me insane. I feel like making a post will help me see past this and get over the issue anyway. I'm an 18-year-old guy who's never had a girlfriend, and to be honest, don't know how to act when one is around. And two years ago, I met this incredible girl. At first she was just a friend, but suddenly I fell in love with her. We texted all times of the day, leaving the chat open so the scene would appear immediately. We tried being together as much as we could and all that good stuff. One day I decided to make a move and confess my feelings, so I did. She was happy to hear and felt the same, however told me with her parents it would be tough to date as they didn't allow it. I tried to make her as comfortable as possible, saying there's no rush and that I'd wait as much time as she needed. Some things happened, and we have a heated discussion. I was deeply hurt and didn't want to do with her after that, Till a month passed, saying she missed me so much, we ended up being okay with each other again and stronger than ever. We were closer than before. It was truly amazing and the happiest days of my life. That kept for a year. We sent messages telling how much we loved each other in huge texts, hugged, and kissed while together. From that moment onwards, I naturally saw her as my girlfriend. And well, as it seems, she didn't feel the same. One day I wake up, and she tells me about this dream she had of her dating a guy and me being angry about it in her dream. She, after proceeding to tell the story, tried to laugh it off. But a, you wouldn't do that, ha <laughs> would you? I thought she was messing with me, so I didn't give it much importance. Until a few hours later, and thus developing in the process, she told me, Wait, you think I was joking? You know I don't love you like this, don't you? Followed by, if I get a boyfriend, won't you be happy for me? You see, I'm into this guy. And she kept talking as my heart shattered in a million pieces. I've been deeply depressed thanks to this. I don't know, guys. I don't know, guys. I guess it was maybe my fault for not figuring out she felt like this. I'm extremely sad and angry, but yeah, if you made it this far, thanks for listening to my story, already puts a smile on my face.
0: Oh man, okay, so this took a a bit of a 90 degree turn on me. I thought this was going to be like a, you know, you've projected your feelings onto someone, but like, if they're making out and hugging and kissing and, you know, spending all this time together and telling each other that they love each other, granted, I know they haven't had that, like, the big thing is you never had that talk.
1: Yeah. You
0: know what I mean? You never had the talk of being like, hey, are we're in a relationship um but to go out and say you know i don't feel that way about you is a strange thing to say to someone yeah see, like that's that's where i'm getting hung up on it seems so i don't know if there's like a, a filter bias from him telling the story but like to say that you love someone and then to be physically intimate with that person and like have all of this sort of like romantic overtone to your relationship Mm -hmm. and then say that they don't feel that way about them it seems confusing to me
1: yeah i would love to know what kind of kissing they are talking about because it seems yeah like very like this person and i don't know if it's a translation issue or something but the way they talk it sounds almost like you know when you're like 14 and you meet or like 12 or 10 and you like meet someone and you're like, Oh my God, like we're so close. Like, you know, like the little things mean so much like that. We would hug and we would send large texts. It's like, if you're making out, I think like hugging and big texts mean a lot less. You know what I mean? Like you don't need to also be like, we also did those things to kind of like, you know, fill that gap. It's like, yeah, we're fucking making out all the time. So I'm wondering if it was like they kissed each other on the cheek or like on the, you yeah. know, I, and I think unfortunately, that's that's where I'm going with this. I'm thinking that's what happened. And I think whether she enjoyed it and knew exactly what was happening or somehow thought that they were innocent, uh, friend kisses, <laughs> I I don't know whether either she slowly realized, oh, fuck, this person hasn't gotten over me and still 100% wants to make this work, or if she just had it going for quite a while and then suddenly had someone on the horizon was like, I kind of need to make sure this ends
0: yeah it's it's really hard because i can see this playing out any number of ways as in like she enjoyed the attention and just wanted to keep this guy on the hook until Mm -hmm. someone came along or this guy completely misunderstood what was going on she was very clear throughout and like you said it was like you know when they would see each other they would hug and she'd give him a little kiss on the cheek Mm -hmm. and that meant the world to him um so like there's a lot of a lot of different like really key information that's tough to, to discern really how this plays out. Um, but I think, I think the whole, like, jokingly being like oh i had a dream anytime oh, we, we, anyone oh says, no, the
1: dream was bullshit right
0: yeah anytime anyone says like oh i had a dream that like this situation happened
1: <laughs> this like, thing that's really pertinent to our current this hypothetical situation yeah. that's really pertinent to our current situation Hmm. yeah if it's like yo i had a dream and like there was a duck and he chased me and we were in a like a museum and then the lights went out sure that's a real dream
0: yeah, my, my general ruling is, is like if the dream like if someone's telling you about your dream and it doesn't mean anything to you, that's a real dream. If it's hyper specific and mm-hmm. tends to end with the question of being like, What wouldn't that be cool? Wouldn't that be fun? You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like how many boyfriends do you think have been like, Oh, I had a dream that we had a threesome.
1: Yeah. Like, isn't that isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy? We're like, oh me? my god, I had a dream like we were dating. Isn't that wild? That's crazy. Rick? We were married. That's yeah. so
0: nuts. It's like, yeah, those are bullshit. Those are like, you know, testing the waters. Mm -hmm. People who are afraid to have the conversation, but want to bring up the conversation.
1: Yeah, which exactly happened here, because he just kind of didn't reply. And later on, she was like, oh, but how about I just bring that up again and be like, wait a minute. Like, yeah, I think that's that's some strong advice right there. Beware of the dream trap.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's like the Freddy Krueger technique.
1: Yeah, good old dream gambit um so i guess like never assume you're in a relationship you have to have the talk
0: you have to i think so here's how i'm gonna play it for him i think you should be like hey this is how i feel this is how i viewed our relationship and these are the reasons why i viewed it that way Mm -hmm. i don't think you should don't accuse her or anything don't you know be like you did this i think there's no harm in being like I misunderstood things. Mm-hmm. I saw we were doing this. I thought we were a little closer than we are. If if you don't feel that way about me, why did we do these things? And then maybe get a little clarity because if it's just like, hey, dude, like they were kisses on the cheek and they don't mean that much. Mm-hmm. If that's her answer, then like that's something you can put in your back pocket and remember.
1: Yeah. For your, your you know, your whole life ahead of you because mm-hmm. he's 18, right? Yeah. And unless... At any point in this conversation, she goes, oh, my God, I didn't realize you felt that way. I do, too. Let's make it official or whatever. Unless that happens, you need to end this conversation by, "Okay, well, and like, let it go. You know what I mean? Like, you need to be like, I felt this way, blah, blah. She goes, I didn't. You go, "Okay, well, best of luck with this guy. And then you got to move on. There's no there's no other
0: important thing. A hundred percent. You need to finish this with like saying, hey, I hundred percent support you in pursuing this guy. And even if that means like, you might have to like for your own mental health, you might have to be like, Hey, I, I might need some time apart. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I, I have all these feelings for you and it would be difficult for me to see you with another guy right Mm now. Know that I'm happy for you and I want, I want nothing but the best for you, but I can't be present until I sort of deal with my feelings.
1: Yeah. And the thing is when you're cool about it in this way, if they're being, like straight up and legitimate and like a good person and still want to be friends with you, then you can continue that. And if they were trying to be shitty and like pull a fast one on you or like, you know, make you jealous or whatever, then you win because you're being cool and they don't get what they wanted. So either way, it's a win win.
0: Yeah. And like I said, like this is, these are valuable life lessons you're learning here. You like you, you've got to have the conversation. If you feel, if you think you're someone's boyfriend, you're not yes until until those words have been uttered and they don't have to necessarily be like boyfriend it could be any partner you know whatever
1: but there can't be room for doubt
0: (laughs) yes if you're not sure if you think Mm -hmm. it's it's not a real relationship until you've had the conversation to say hey we're going to be in a relationship and then you define the parameters of that relationship yeah it's not a relationship
1: yeah and also you do probably need to consult them at some point <laughs> like you yes. can't just be certain but have not had talked to them just as a caveat um, for that cuz i'm sure there's people out there who've done it
0: yeah there's also a really important thing and this is again i'm pretty sure i've talked about it where it's don't like as as romantic and as you know hollywood as it is as to like falling in love with someone and blah 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 it's also very unfair to someone um he said the you know, the thing that i i can't remember Whose question it was but um they the the like um I think it was ancient kingdom mm. who was like oh I'll, I'll wait for you as long as you want yeah yeah It's that's that's the red flag like that's bad behavior and I I won't go into it because we talked about it mm-hmm. but um don't put your life on hold for people yeah if they don't want to be with you they don't want to be with you there's and like you have to assume that's not going to change putting like banking on that changing is a waste of time
1: yeah, there's a difference between being like, I have exams this week. Can we go on a date next week? And like, you know, my parents forbid me from doing X, Y, or Z. Because you're just going to hurt yourself. And like, if at any point that changes and they don't immediately be lying for you, you're going to feel betrayed. Yeah. So, yeah, Yeah, don't do that either. So just, just chill
0: on like the whole huge, big romantic notions because mm-hmm. like, life doesn't work like a movie most of oh. the time. Sometimes maybe, but like the the whole idea of like just falling madly in love with someone, especially when it's unrequited, is mm-hmm. just gonna get you hurt.
1: Yeah, and like you actually can't love them that much anyway, because you don't know them well enough. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you need to be with someone like I think quite for quite a long time in an intimate setting, like as a partner or as like, you know, maybe a best friend or whatever to really start to get to know someone. It doesn't just kinda happen. That's just lust. Infatuation.
0: Anyway, hit me. Um, This comes from Reddit user Fantasy Plant. How do I look sexy while tied up? My partner, M and I, female, like to experiment with bondage, mostly just rope tying two or four limbs to our bed. What I need advice on is how do I stay sexy the whole time, and what are sexy things to do while I'm tied up? Like I'm quite confident in the bedroom, so anything is welcome. It's just I can't touch him or bite or anything, really, so how do I stay looking sexy? I think I struggle with feeling very vulnerable and that makes me feel very self-conscious. So if anyone has any tips on how to look
1: and stay looking sexy while in bonds, that would be amazing. So I think one of the key things in staying sexy is like you put on something sexy, say for example, ropes. The very fact that you're tied up is sexy for this person. Yes. You're good. You're there. Yes. I will
0: I will go one step for, further and be like, allow yourself to be vulnerable. Like mm-hmm. the That's whole point part of the sexiness. Of time, yeah, uh, the whole point of tying someone up is making them, you know, quote unquote, helpless in a very safe way. Mm-hmm. So like, if you still want to like touch them and be sexy and bite them and like, that is still you having control and like power in, but like the whole point of tying someone down is like, you're taking that power away from them. Mm-hmm. Again, in a safe way and respectful and consensual way. And that's like, that's the fun of it. It's like, you know, you're safe with your partner. So let him take control mm-hmm. and when you're in charge like hopefully he's gonna like let himself be vulnerable and that's sexy yeah if if I tied someone up and they were still like giving me orders I'm like well this this whole dynamic is not working
1: mm-hmm. because like
0: I'm not like I'm supposed to be in charge right now mm-hmm. or if, like, if you're constantly trying to like thing
1: was to then ignore those orders you know what I mean yes um,
0: but if like if you're still trying to like run the show or you know be part of the show it's like no no like you have to submit, and that's that's how you stay sexy in this situation. I think.
1: Yeah, I think like you're doing this because it's hot and you both enjoy it, presumably. So like, there's there's no need for like self consciousness, and maybe it is the fact that you are like it is hard to be vulnerable. It's hard to be because you don't really get to act when you're tied up. So the fact that yeah. all of a sudden you're not acting feels like you're not being sexy probably because mm-hmm. to be sexy you act so yeah. i get where you're coming from but i feel like <laughs> i don't think there is like an unattractive position you could be tied up in you know what i mean it's like there's no way that like just having an arm somewhere or a leg or like being bent over some these are all hot things it's fine
0: yeah like another thing you could do is tell your partner be like hey i'm having a little you know, I'm, I'm having trouble feeling sexy when I'm tied up. Mm -hmm. Can you give me direction? Because he's going to tell you what he wants to
1: see. Mm -hmm. He's also probably say, what are you crazy? You look great.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Like if, if you need him to sort of be like, don't talk, let him drive the show and tell him that you're having trouble feeling sexy. Mm -hmm. And he will, and you know, be like, give me direction. Cause then you know exactly what he wants. You don't have to think about it. You
1: just follow orders. Yeah, maybe try like wearing a blindfold, Mm -hmm. you know, like that might take you out of being kind of hyperconscious of your own self, because you won't be able to see yourself, you won't be able to see him, you'll just kind of have to focus on like the moment and your sensations. It could be, you know, it's always a little fun addition to being tied up as well. But yeah, definitely, like if he's a supportive partner, like talk to him and he will work with you to make you feel comfortable. And it might even be as easy as him just being like, no, you look great when you're tied up.
0: Yeah, they they might be as simple as that because I I can't imagine him being like, oh, thank God, you're
1: like I hate when I tie you up; it's so gross. Yeah, if for some reason it changes your entire body and now you're just not sex, no, it's it's silly but adorable. Uh, opinions on buying daughter a sex toy? Okay, that's by throwaway telegraph. I, thirty nine year old female, took my kid, fifteen year old female, for her yearly checkup at the dock. When she asked, is there anything you'd like to discuss without your mom in the room? My kid looked at me and said, yes, please. I didn't make a big deal about it, but I was pretty shocked because I'd worked really hard to have the kind of relationship with her where she knows she can come to me for anything. I most definitely did not have this with my mom. I went back in the room and the doc said it was just normal teenage stuff and I was doing a great job being open with my kid about stuff and she told the doc she's super comfortable talking to me. When we got in the car, though, curiosity got the best of me and I reminded her that she can talk to me about anything and she said she asked about her sex drive because it's super high. She's not sexually active, but in her words is super horny all the time and thought maybe something was wrong with her. So we talked about it. and She admitted to using a non-traditional object to experiment with masturbation. I want her to be safe and smart and continue to explore sexuality alone for as long as possible. Would I be a terrible mom if I picked out a size appropriate toy for her? Should I allow her to buy it herself? I want there to be a healthy boundary, but I also want her to know I am fully supportive of her learning her body and that this is perfectly normal. For information, I have purchased a massage wand about a year ago in this first in conversation, as that was the height of my level of comfort. But she asked if she could get something better.
0: Like, no, this would make you an awesome mom. This doesn't make you a bad mom at all. Right? I mean, like, maybe at the fucking, you know, soccer mom PTA meeting where everyone's fucking shitty. Maybe. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, like, in the realm of your relationship with your daughter, which seems incredible. Yeah. And in the realm of fostering a positive sexual, uh, you know, lifestyle, this is exactly what you should do. If I, if I had a kid who was like, Hey, I, I'm interested in masturbation and kind of want to explore that. I would be like, yes, I will Mm -hmm. talk to you about it. I will get you pamphlets. I will, you know, direct you to resources, whatever. Um, and, and even knowing if- she has something safe, like the last thing you want her doing is, you know, putting
1: something up there that could hurt her or give her an infection, like, mm-hmm. or even that, like, cause even if it doesn't go that far, it might just be very uncomfortable or painful, at which point she might then start to associate sex with like pain and badness and masturbation mm-hmm. as well. And that could like fuck her up for years. You know what I mean? Even if it's not on the far end of like splinters in the vagina or a fucking object getting stuck somewhere, it shouldn't. Right. Yeah.
0: Um, Yeah, I like I you can discuss with her about boundaries and stuff, but like any sex shop, they've seen the weirdest fucking shit. mm -hmm. And I promise you a mother bringing her teenage daughter in to buy a toy is not the weirdest thing. It's probably the sweetest thing. Yeah, they are probably going to like gush over how cool you are. So, like, no one at the sex shop is going to be like, I can't believe this no, woman. sex shop people are chill. <laughs> yeah, like, they're going to be like, this is awesome. You have the best mom. I wish my mom was like this. I promise you, someone is going to say that to you
1: during this endeavor. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, like, as a 15-year-old kid, it's probably not going to be very possible for her to get a sex toy without you. Because sex shops are intimidating as hell. Uh, most of them
0: are 18 plus
1: as well true and on top of that i doubt she has a credit card she can't even order it online and even if she did she'd probably be worried that you know someone would open it so yeah. it's like it's not even necessarily that this can go through without you you know and also you've already gotten a massage wand so i feel like this isn't even a hard a hard like leap you know what i mean yeah. you already have this kind of like relationship you guys are already really open with her and she even went admitted to you almost immediately after what she talked about before which is really yeah. great. Like, I think it's really cool that you guys have this, uh, this relationship. Like, it's super positive and that's how it should be, right? 100%. So, I think just you, you mention her, you'd be like, hey, you mentioned before you want to get something better. How about we, you know, get a pot of tea? We'll throw on some sex websites. We'll, uh, you tell me what you're thinking. Yeah. You know, yeah.
0: if you want it like a dildo or if you want a vibrator, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, get them all, get them both, whatever. Yeah. Like,
1: and it, honestly, if, at any point, she seems uncomfortable. Maybe see if there's a way you can buy like a gift card for a certain website, so that you don't have to be beside her, and you don't have to pick it, and you don't have to, you know, put in yeah. your credit card details. Maybe you could buy something that gives her the opportunity to, to get it delivered, and you could tell her, hey, when it comes in, I want to open it. You know what I mean? Like if if she's uncomfortable in that sense, you can still be open, and you can still provide this service for your daughter, and, and you know, 100%. and keep the the positivity going
0: right yeah because i tell you like the what you're doing now is amazing mm-hmm. and what you're fostering is because at some point in time she's going to have sex mm-hmm. and you want her to be able to ask you questions or you know what i mean like if if she feels uncomfortable doing things with say a boyfriend or whatever or if she feels pressured she's going to go to you and she knows that she can talk to you about these things um and those are really important to like Cause a lot of people go through with things because they feel like they don't have any other choice. Yeah. They don't have, they don't, they don't have, support and they don't. Yeah. Or they don't have the experience. Like you've presumably been through way more than she has when it comes to sex. So like giving her the tools and knowing that she can come to you for those tools, whether they are, you know, physical sex toys or advice. It's like, I can't get over how good this question is and how upsetting it is that you think this is going to make you a bad mom.
1: Yeah. And I just want to stress that, like, that is society's fault. Yeah, that's the thing. I feel like that is a hangover from other people's shitty relationships around sex. And, like, the reason you're thinking that is the reason we need this question to to happen. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. we need people being positive because you have so many people out there who are so negative. All the people who have, like, you know... Like, pulled back sex
0: education and stuff from yeah. schools, being like, kids shouldn't learn that, kids shouldn't learn this. It's like, well, no, 100%. Like, when else are they going to learn it? Well, the thing is, that's how you help people by never letting them understand the things that they're going to get. All right. Imagine if people were like, whoa, 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 learning about math mm-hmm. is just a sleep slope to debt. Let's not teach them math. Like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah. the, like,
1: imagine the if whole you reason We never heard about drugs, like, ever. And then you like, you know, graduate high school or whatever. And someone's like, hey, you want drugs? And you're like, what are those? What yeah. are they? <laughs> hey, you want some meth? What's that? Oh, it's just like candy. You take it like and you for feel good. What? Why didn't they hear about this? Yeah.
0: Put it in. Yeah. Me. Uh, but cool. You're an awesome mom. And I'm very happy that you exist. Do you want to play a pseudo game? Well, we, we don't have a whole lot of time, so let's do this game idea. Okay. interest.
1: So the question is, what are some things people write in their profiles, they probably don't realize are deterrence slash red flags, right? And Ooh. I want to just read out the comments, and we say whether we agree or not. Okay. Instead yeah, of like us that. instead of us doing our doing our stuff. So the poster themselves has a few. I'm going to read them out. You tell me your opinion. Not looking for a yeah. hookup.
0: Um, I'm saying red flag or not red
1: flag. Sure. Um, that's tough. I'm going to say that's a red flag. Okay. I'm going to say it means they are looking for a hookup.
0: Um, so here's my thing. is like, I, I've said that before in the past and people have told me that is uh diminishing of women's agency.
1: It, it is, but and I, I know and I agree. you're speaking from experience and I think, you know, I am too. It's not yes. like me. I'm not making a statement. I'm making a inside joke, which I guess you're right. Um, it is an important thing to, to state, to clarify. Yeah. Um, so
0: my problem with this and the reason why I think it's a red flag is because you've already predetermined what's going to happen. And you've like taken this air out of any sales of any spontaneity, because like maybe you're going to meet this person and you're so turned on by them and you don't really want to see them again, but you would love to fuck them. Mm-hmm. Like that's a legit thing. You're allowed to do that. You're allowed to have one night stand. So like to like automatically say, like, oh, I'm not into I'm not into hookups. Then it's like, all right, cool. And if you're not, you don't need to broadcast that because exactly. size, like, you you aren't obligated to hook up. Yeah. So
1: there's no point in saying it. Also, I feel like then you're almost tacitly agreeing to something if you then go out with them because they've already said they're not looking for a hookup. So if you then bail before it becomes a fully fledged relationship, maybe they're like, oh, they just want to use me. Uh, okay. Yes. Not pl- not into playing games. Oh, 100% red flag. <laughs> OK, joking ne- negativity, such as I hate online dating or not sure why I'm on here, but or not expecting to find anything on here. But I don't really care about that. I kind of don't like it shows an insecurity. Yeah, I, I of- think it's I think it's a knee
0: jerk reaction. I think it's uh, yeah, you're right. It, it It's an insecure thing. It's sort of like a throwaway when, like, you make a joke mm-hmm. on something you really want to talk about. Yeah, I do. It's the dream trap all over again. It is.
1: Yeah, it's like the dream gambit. I think I hate online dating is better than not sure why I'm on here, but or not expecting to find anything on here. But yeah, but yeah, it's not great. It's not a great start. I would say that's a a pink flag, not a red flag, but it's it's not great. it's, It's so
0: common, like pretty much everyone ever has had that on their profile at some point in time that I think if you put that in the red flag pile, you would never date anyone ever.
1: Okay. How about this? I know the date is going well when my dog likes you. Or you know I like you when I introduce you to my dog. I'm fine with that. This person th- it's it's their most hated one. It's it's cliche, but like mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, you know what? I'm so down with this, because like I want to meet your dog. I don't think it's like what dog It's a it humble is. brag. Yeah. You're humble bragging that you have a dog, and I'm fine with that. Also, dogs I... fucking love me, so I know I'm already going to kill that test. How about I probably won't message first.
0: Again, I don't really care about that one way or the other. Because like, especially with women, like they get so many fucking matches Mm -hmm. that I know that I should probably initiate contact because otherwise I'm just going to get lost in a sea of
1: other dudes. Yeah, I don't because the thing is, everyone knows they pretty much have to message first if they're the guy anyway. Mm -hmm. So like, I don't see the need to, to put it in there but I don't yeah. necessarily think it's a bad thing either because again, it's so well-established. So for me, I don't know where I'm at on that one. It seems yeah, it's, unnecessary.
0: I wish there was like a, a redundant flag. because, <laughs> right? like, it doesn't need to be said, but like,
1: it's so fucking again,
0: cliche and commonplace that mm-hmm. like, you just kind of expect it.
1: I wonder like, does that mean it's nice? Like they're letting you know in case you don't, or is it just like shitty? Like, ugh, I probably won't met. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know where it is given that a great yeah. flag. <laughs> okay. Anything you want to know, just ask.
0: Yeah. No, I, I hate this.
1: I don't at all
0: because I'm like, well, yes. Again, Again if... I, I'm I'm putting this in the redundant flag pile because like that's how dating works. <laughs> like, <it's... laughs> or I will even go further and say that's how conversation works.
1: Yeah. I that's I totally agree with you. It's so unnecessary, but I feel like it gives it, it presents almost this like openness.
0: You know what I mean? Like. It, but here's the thing. I would rather you give me a snapshot. Like, if that's all you have on your profile, sure. I fucking hate it. I'd rather you say, like, into surfing, board games, and cats. Anything yeah. else, just ask. Like, okay, cool. I'm fine with that. But if all your profile is, like, want to know something, just ask. Yes,
1: 100%. If that's all it is, then you suck. Because, like, what, what narrow it in on? Like, do I just ask you yeah. fake questions until... Am I playing, like, a fucking game of guess who? Yeah. Like, Battleship? Do
0: you, like
1: yeah uh, B7 uh, any phrase where they say then swipe left uh, it depends if it's funny. okay what if it's politics?
0: Uh, yeah I, I don't know it's tough because like I think it'd be funny like I would if a girl was like if you like pineapple on pizza swipe left I'm like that's not a serious thing. Mm-hmm. you are joking, you know what I mean but I don't know I I also don't think it's necessarily a bad thing like if someone's like if you're homophobic, Yeah, swipe left. Exactly. Right, I'm fine with that because like that's that's a clear value statement Mm -hmm. that and like if someone also was like, if you don't believe that Trump is the best swipe left. I'm like, cool. I don't want to get involved in this.
1: Yeah, I think almost like, yeah, that's not a red flag because by itself it is nothing. It all depends on context. At yeah. the context, as you say, it could be funny, can be positive, or it could be super negative. So I think it's totally fine because it just helps you figure it out a little bit more.
0: Yeah, it, it's a clear indicator of like what kind of person you're dealing with.
1: Yeah, I have no problems with that one. Any use of the word drama in any context?
0: Oh, 100 percent. Again, white. unless it's unless it's done ironically and it's a joke. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, yeah, no. Anyone who's talks about drama, absolutely not. I'm Yeah.
1: That's uh, that's definitely a red flag for me. Uh, please don't be boring.
0: Um, I'm also gonna say that's a red flag too because like that means they're that, boring. That usually means you're reliant on like you have to come up with everything. Mm-hmm. It's like I like that's not how conversation works. I don't have to fucking jump through hoops to be entertaining for you.
1: I, I totally agree. I think that is a red flag, a big, yeah. a burning one. Uh, I'm overly competitive about everything. Uh no, I don't really care about that one. I think that's not a red right flag. I'm um, the pink flag status. That's it's not great. I feel I mean, like I you, guess it like if-, if you have to say it already, I think they're pre-warning you that they suck. Like if one of their main personality traits is they're overly competitive, then it's like, yeah, uh, like if you have to say that, if that's the first thing that comes to mind when you're listing, like the four things about you, you probably. Yeah, suck, that's fair. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying I wouldn't.
0: I wouldn't say no because of that line. Uh,
1: not on that alone. Probably not.
0: Yeah. But pair that with drama or playing oh God. games. Oh, God. And that's Ow. I'm throwing my whole
1: phone to the left. OK, here's one. You can't handle me at my worst. You oh, don't absolutely. Deserve... goddamn No, <laughs> it's a black flag. That is probably the
0: worst quote yeah. in the history of time. And I cannot stand anyone who thinks that it's a viable life motto.
1: Yeah, it's a very shit. <laughs> I love how it's like it's making your shitness somebody else's problem.
0: Yeah, it's like I I don't have to deal with your, you know, bullshit mm-hmm. in order to be rewarded with you being a normal fucking person. If I
1: can't be as terrible as I can be, I shouldn't have to be good to you either.
0: <laughs> yeah. What? It's, such a,
1: it's just a stupid thing to say. Not looking for a pen pal.
0: No, I'm, I'm fine with that. I don't, like, I'm not crazy about the fucking terminology, but, like, I understand the, like... Yeah. You know I mean? I also don't want to fucking text back and forth forever. I assume that's more of a thing guys put on their profiles. Yes. Yeah. Though I've definitely seen it on, on women's Tinder.
1: Fair. Okay. All photos are Snapchat-filtered selfies.
0: Absolutely no. Yeah. The fucking... The second I see those dog ears... Yeah.
1: Or, like, the deer like, fucking thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm out. I I don't understand. Like, if you're so insecure that you need, like, a fake cartoon obscuring half your face while the rest of it is airbrushed to the point that you almost aren't visible. No. Yeah, like, if
0: you want to put on, like, the trucker one with the aviators and, like, if that's one of your photos, all right, that's fine. But, like, yeah, if every one of them is, like, the beauty one that makes your eyes bigger Mm -hmm. and, like softens everything and the the fucking dog ears i don't know why anyone thinks that the fucking dog ears yeah are a reasonable thing to put on
1: a dating i profile. assume that only works for furries i don't know looking for my partner in crime i think that's harmless yeah i have no issues with that oh my friends created this profile
0: yeah i mean that falls back to the like uh
1: insecurity you know, yeah i don't i don't look for anything on here that's that's a right like because even if they did create it it doesn't fucking matter yeah you're on it presumably okay i think this might be the last one good vibes only
0: yeah i don't mind that now out i mean again, i i guess it depends like i'm looking at like i'm from such a like cynical and like sarcastic nature that like i read that and don't i think, think it, it depends so. on yeah i think it depends on who the person is like if all of your pictures are like on beaches with like <laughs> you know bottle service shit then i'm like okay you legit mean that but if like you know, you seem like a chill person. If all your pictures are not like club pitchers, I assume
1: you mean it ironically. I would hope so, but I don't think anyone who uses that does. I, I've never seen someone use it ironically. And I think it's hard to get across ironically too. Yeah.
0: I think that, uh, I think that's probably heavily used by dudes. Really? I think dudes, I think so.
1: I don't think so. Mm. I don't
0: know. I feel, I feel like a lot of fucking like, you know, Kyle's, Say good vibes only.
1: Fair, maybe. All right. This is the last one. I am not your average girl.
0: Yeah, no, that's a red flag.
1: Yeah, I like how the first comment on that was followed by six pictures of them being the most average girl. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Looking for a real man.
0: Uh, Also, yeah, no, pass.
1: Okay, that's it. I'm done. There's so many more. But yeah, I think that's also a big red flag for me.
0: Yeah, for me, that's like, oh, you've got defined... Definition of like what masculinity is, and that probably is like you pay for all the things. And yeah, it's like it's probably like 1950s Americana, like yeah. you're the
1: breadwinner. No one's like, I'm I want a real man, and then they're like, I want you to be good with your emotions and kind and like totally available to just do whatever you feel like because gender roles are bullshit.
0: I want you to fight people at clubs if they look at me. Yeah, exactly. Um,
1: okay, let's let's finish this boy up.
0: Uh, thank you very much for listening. Um, if you have a question that you would like to send to us, or if you have, if you want us to review your Tinder profile and tell you what's a red flag, or oh, not,
1: man, please send us your Tinder profiles.
0: Yeah. Send us a, a screenshot either on like Twitter or whatever. Um, you can reach out to us at Facebook at FCK buddies podcast on Facebook. Um, you can find us on FCK underscore buddies on Twitter. That's probably the best way to tweet us. Pictures of things, Uh, or you can email us if you have a question at fbuddiespodcast at gmail.com, or you can visit us online at fbuddiespodcast.com or plentyofbeef.ca. And there's a little contact form you can fill out and send us our question, and we will answer it.
1: Hell yeah. Thank you, Josh Eagle and the Harvest Cities for their song Paper Stars. Do you
0: have some bad sex writing for us? No, I do.
1: This is Murakami again. Don't you think my breasts are too big? She asked Eomami. Not at all. They're beautiful. Sure, but I don't know. Big boobs make you look stupid, don't you think? (laughs) Mine bounce when I run, and I'm too embarrassed to hang my bras out to dry. They're like two big salad bowls. Men seem to like them like that, and even my nipples are big. Ayumi unbuttoned her pajama top and pulled out a breast. Look, this is a big nipple. Don't you think it's odd? (laughs) Aomami looked at Ayumi's nipple. It was certainly not small, but not so big as to cause concern. Maybe a little bit bigger than Tamaki's. It's nice. Did someone tell you your nipples are too big? Yeah, one guy. He said they're the biggest he's ever seen in his life. I'm sure he hadn't seen very many. Yours are extraordinary. Mine are too small. No, I like your breasts. They're very elegantly shaped, and they give this intellectual impression. That's ridiculous. They're too small, and they're different sizes. I have trouble buying bras because one size is bigger than the other. Really? Really? I guess we all have our issues. Exactly. Now go to sleep, Aomami said. Ayumi stretched her arm down and started to put a finger into Aomami's pajamas. Ayumi grabbed her hand. No.
0: I thought this was good. <laughs> that was between a man and a woman, and he was just like she whipped out her
1: big old boob, and then he was like, "Take a look at these little nipples." Ah, <laughs> uh, no. I just like I'm beginning to wonder if Murkami has even ever seen porn. Like, his stuff is so bad that it just doesn't hold any resemblance to real life or even fake real life. Hey, we don't know what it's
0: like in Japan. I'm assuming he's Japanese. Yes. Maybe this is, maybe that's a thing. I love the idea of, like, the bigger your boobs, the dumber you are. Yeah. That's that's an interesting, but, like, here's the thing. I'm not going to put it past that being, like, a societal or like oh, cultural like some assholes out there who are like yup i on the topic of porn deep dive onto porn every week to find the choicest comments and this week um comes from domino's the pizza place official australian account okay and it says 100 likes and i'll tell my boss to go fuck himself thank
1: you very much for listening my name is Dave miller and I'm now Spain uh send us on your Tinder profiles we're not joking please do it and we've been your fuck buddies we love you